Astrid, who do you think's going on? So, to me, I'm gonna have to say either you, my darling, or formaldehyde. Formelda, it's not because anything to do with your art, you're amazing. It's just because you haven't had the most performance experience, and this is a performance competition, right? Okay, and I don't okay, know. Let me stop. Okay, I'm a performer, baby. Have you been, you've been uh, to no, my show? No, I didn't. I said that's why Formelda should be in the bottom. Okay, then why should be on the bottom if it's a performance competition? Well, you know, I know you from I know you from Brooklyn, right? And I think you're absolutely and I'm a star, amazing, baby. Because you fail well, at Brooklyn. Let's not be real. How you did moved I to fail? Brooklyn, and you have to. Back. Hold up. Let's be real. Hold up. Hold up. So. No. No. Uh, it's my uh, turn. Uh, uh, no, it's uh, not. Uh, you're going home because you need to start talking, baby. And the mass is not doing it for me. No. And that's a period. Oh, <laughs> but let's this is too good, now, just because she never has performed yet in real life does not mean she ain't gonna give. Girl, just because you wanna fuck her does not mean, okay. Girl, if I wanted to have her, she'd have been had. You guys can underestimate me now, but I will be able to show you guys that I will be able to perform. Yeah. I will be able to give the full fantasy. I mean, you guys are gonna sleep on me, but just you wait, just you wait. I slept in that conversation. <laughs> May we? Be nice to the little kids. How about you be nice? I'm here to prove that I'm a winner. This head needs a crown, bitch. Are they doing multiple crowns this time? <laughs> On your teeth, babe. Oh, God. Well, I don't care who goes home, but I got shit to do. Yeah! I claim this as my table. Hey, Mary, did you watch this episode for free? Uh, no, <laughs> I had to pay for a Shutter membership, uh, but it came for free. <laughs> <laughs> so you figure that one out. Yeah. I was just wondering if our listeners were listening to this podcast for free. Well, I think these episodes are, are definitely for free. Yeah. Oh, are they for free? <laughs> you know, stop trying to make this for free thing happen. <laughs> Here's uh, well, a tip, maybe it- sweetie. <laughs> I was going to say, maybe it'll happen for free. Uh, (laughs) Perhaps. Put it on my tab. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. yeah. Uh, So let's get into this pricey episode. Oh, my God. This clip of the week. So this is in the quote to quote a very famous meme. That was a lot, Robin. Oh, Robin. Robin. That was a lot. Robin. That was. You know, watching this, my my first thought was, oh, I am, like, this is the moment I realized I'm too sensitive for Dracula. you know? <laughs> this is when I realized that I just might not be, a, have a thick enough skin for this, for this competition. Really? I know. I know. Shocking. None of, anything else that happened, needles through people's skin, uh, you know, Papa Xanax every 15 minutes or whatever the quote was, I've forgotten it already. None of that scared me away, but man... The monsters this season, they are, they're coming for blood. And I, I was just like, where I need to go be alone with my makeup table, you know? Really? Okay. So as I was watching it, first of all, I was like, they're all trying to make an impression this first episode. It's that adrenaline of episode one. Mm -hmm. Yes. New Mm -hmm. cast. And then obvious, I don't know, not, maybe not obviously, but for me, it was, it seemed like the director was like, all right, y'all need to 
boost up the shade. Y'all need to read each other. This is a fun, kind of like fun shade little moment here. And some queens are better at throwing it than others. Some queens can't take it. And that's kind of what I saw. But to me, this was the direction was, all right, size each other up and let's do a fucking show. I think that's the prompt. I mean, I, I definitely think some queens throw shade and other queens lob shade. You know what I mean? Some mm. of them, some of them throw a bunch of shade in a in a pillowcase and hit you with it when you're not looking. You know, <laughs> and that's fun. But yeah, I, it is certainly that would be my question. Is like what? Because my take was that is that that episode one adrenaline and that you know getting used to being on camera and and always feeling on camera, obviously, certainly in these early days and feeling like, well, if I'm on camera, I need to be doing something. And mm. I feel like this scene was really interesting to see who perked up and who said nothing. Like J. Mm. Joe Lee was like, girl, I've been through this before. I know what happens totally. when you fight in the first few episodes. I can wait. <laughs> <laughs> I came for well, Alyssa Edwards. I'm done, you know? <laughs> yeah. And I'll have thoughts on J. Joe Lee and her like camp counselor energy, which oh, yeah. I'm here for, yeah. you know, totally yeah. here for. She, she's uh, giving me like new gym teacher at the school as well. Energy. And I'm loving it. Yeah. That. And the yeah. look, the look, you know, uh, like on the West coast though, because mm-hmm. she does surfing classes in the morning. Oh my know? God. Santa Monica junior high. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, and then obviously Hoso was very, uh, you know, yes, staying out of it in yes. many ways. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I, I actually appreciated uh, Sigourney Beaver or Susie Beaver, or or as, as Mary called her, Sinorgi. Sinorgi <laughs> was like, girl, come on. <laughs> My name is Sinorgi Beaver. Yeah. That's S I N and Orgi, yeah. and I feel incredible. <laughs> And I feel misspelled. I'm misrepresented. Well, yeah, no, it's just interesting. Disrespected. Um, But I I feel like she was good at just deflecting. Um, And, you know, at one point she's like, it wouldn't let you feel it. And then brought back her joke for free. That was really Uh, smart. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Overall, and and for anyone who didn't listen to our Meet the Monsters episodes, we know her name is Sigourney we're going to be calling her Susie because Sigourney Weaver's real name is Susan Weaver. And we decided that we're on a Susie name basis with Sigourney who we've never met. So Sigourney Beaver has to kind of bear <laughs> the weight of that this season. So when you hear Susie Beaver know who we're talking about, I yes. also, I, and I can't fully place it, but I can hear it and I can see it. I love the Chicago energy. Like if you, I, you know what I mean? Mm, like the, the accent yes. is there. There's just a, yes. Mm, it's just like that. Uh, ooh, you're, I, it's this Midwest thing, and then she's in the city. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I just, I don't know. It, it's, I just had a, a, a good response to that. Um, yeah, no, I totally feel that. Yeah, this fight, uh, the drama, there's a lot of it, right? It's a lot, Robin. Like, oh, even yeah, Robin. Mary, Mary Cherry, right from the start, you know, trying to start some with Susie Beaver for getting excited that her friend was, you know, Betty was over there. Oh, um, oh, know. just even from the entrances, yeah, Zavaleta yeah. had, <laughs> she had feelings, a lot of feelings mm. this episode. Mary had feelings. Yeah. So, I, I mean, moving forward, just to kind of, like, go there i i'm gonna watch this with popcorn i'm not gonna watch Mm. this with the you know the this the voracious kind of like 
need for violence, you know? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I, that was definitely my takeaway watching this, as I think that the drag of all of this is so high that it's like, okay, like, this is so far from reality, you know? I, yes. I think it's, yeah, like, it, it's something that I, I take less seriously in that it's like, oh, all of this is part of the show and part of the spectacle. And in 10 minutes, someone's going to be barfing blood and someone's going to be eating bugs. Uh -huh. And, you know, it's like, yeah. let's not get let's not get lost in the context here, you know? Right. And I guess and we'll get into some of the details that back my thought up. But this is very much the Dragula, the Boulay Brothers Dragula game show. Like, I really felt like it was a game show that these contestants are part of a, a show that there's sets, there's production value. The whole and, haunted house. It was like fucking yeah, legends exactly. of the hidden temple. It was, yeah, it was it brilliant. Was guts. <laughs> Where was Mo? You know, it was, it was Nick guts. Yeah, totally. It's I mean, a good drag name. It, would be, it would be nice if it was legends of the hidden temple because then we'd get Kirk fog in those oh. cargo shorts. Oh, I can yes. see clearly now his ass in those shorts. Yeah. <laughs> but I I think that's just how I'm going to approach the show. This is this is a game show and they're asked to just have some drama, not be so, you know, wound up because then when you get to the sewing part with our favorite music, oh my Mary, god. The music is back. The, you know, I was so afraid that our Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead workroom montage music would not be included this season and when it started I snapped my thumbnails off. I was so excited. Mary, they're all going to save General Peril West, and I'm here for oh, it. Oh, my God. You know, it, it's really what you do is if you put this coat with this shirt and then put this brooch on it. You have a nurse's uniform. Oh, my gosh. Thank you, Katrina. Nicole was the uh, nurse, but you know. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, the, the times they are changing, Mary. So they are. Um, I, you know, that's how I'm approaching this drama. And I, I think I'm going to try to be entertained by it. I have to say, I love Mary Cherry so much live. Like, I just loved seeing her so much in New York that seeing her on the show just brings me joy. And then seeing her kind of be the be the reality show version and to walk the line between stern aunt and then like belligerent uncle. Like I'm, I'm appreciating that. She's, she is doing the reality TV side of this very well from the start. And, you know, it, it I think she's really good at, I think, you know, with this clip of the week is engaging with the fights, but I think also, not taking it too seriously. Like I kind of love that then mm. the next day when they're coming in the room and she's got that fan um, <laughs> and then someone says, you know, and we'll get to that, you know, oh, the only fan you'll ever have. And she goes, Oh, so clever. And <laughs> I think it's really smart to know when to just like not play volleyball, but just like mm -hmm. punch the ball into the net and keep walking, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's interesting with her relationship with Zavaleta cause she, you know, she's like trying to defend her. And then finally she's like, well, I, you know, I can't, I can't defend her all the time. And then Zavaleta, I think brings it. She's the one in the cast that I think isn't, it doesn't seem like she's there. It actually does get very personal. Well, I mean, I think, you know, flashing forward to the last act of the episode, 
you know, uh-huh. there she is, you know, drenched in chicken fat, just having a meltdown. Mm. Uh, you know, it, it was practically like, uh, you know, fuck the big picture, Clint, you know? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I felt like, okay. And I think to the other, the larger point of like, you know, this is a show, is what we're seeing in this workroom fight is all on purpose to then see that person kind of break down and be broken down and face their fears. And, you know, the narrative of the episode is, is, is pretty smart. You know, if you think about it, like we do see Liz Avaleta as this character who comes in confident and comes in fighting and, mm. ha- and is telling formaldehyde, you know, they're going to go home and telling everybody what they're supposed to do and that they, they should have a crown and then they end up in the bottom and then they got to face their fears. Like it's, you know, uh, I buy it. I, I wonder in the larger narrative of this season what this means for the quote-unquote character of Liz Avaleta in the, in the subsequent episodes. Is this the humbling episode, you know? Mm. Yeah, right. Is is it where the next episode she's kind of like, hey, y'all, taking off my mask now. Yeah. Here I am. I think I mm-hmm. came in a little hot, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Sorry about that. And, you know, right. so who knows? And I... I think that would be a really cool narrative if that happened you know yeah i mean to quote Susie beaver why does she talk so mean she's also really bitchy well yeah i mean it, and that is yeah it, it that was certainly one element of this clip of the week that i think what i was really reacting to was like oh there is that thing when throwing shade be- gets kind of like okay i think you lost the assignment like mm. uh now you're just being mean you know, yeah, and right, you know, right. uh, to quote Saint, you know, stop being mean. <laughs> oh my God, I love that part. Yeah, I love, she's like, she's like, girl, you better stop being mean. Yeah, stop being mean. <laughs> I, I just want to say right now, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because she's the familiar face, but my heart swelled when Saint walked in the room, and I was like, Oh, I know. Oh, hey, Saint, oh, no. I know you. And Saint's back. Saint's, Saint's back. back. And and <laughs> well, she wasn't a main character this episode. I was getting the impression that was like, okay, you are here to, you see what you're doing. You know, you know what you're in. Like the thing we're talking about, I feel like Saint knows. Like, okay, don't take this too seriously. Have a good time. Sure. You know, sure. Take the prompts. Yeah. Don't get, don't, don't, don't take anything too personal. You know, right. I, 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 yeah, the experience shows. I think that the the queens that kind of like <clears throat> filtered to the background did really, really well. In the in the challenge or on the mm, floor show, mm-hmm. and you know that's that's the editors kind of telling us like, yeah, we're gonna put this drama first and and do this. Meanwhile, like Jose Teratoma is gonna kill the entire competition. Well, yeah, I mean, I, I feel like you know they're sort of like planting the lead of like, okay, well we're distracting you with this fight over here. Uh, meanwhile, you know, this is this is really I mean, <laughs> I think Mary Cherry's onto it because when she was like, is everyone still talking about Hoso? You know, like, yeah, I, I know. Think, yeah, I, know. <laughs> I think that was kind of the hint. But I mean, it, not for nothing. But I, I think a lot of the judging and I know we'll get to it, but a lot of this judging I was was not what I was expecting. And I was really expecting Hoso to win and was mm. very surprised. But there were other people like. I didn't expect to be in the top even. So, right. Um, yeah. yeah. But anyway. no, for sure. For sure. You know, it's interesting because I know Zavaleta came out with some Instagram video kind of addressing the backlash that she got. Oh, and I'm really? Like, oh, yeah. oh, God, there's backlash already. Right. <sighs> and her response was, 
we're going to we're going to make a fucking TV show. And it's it really is the only response because it's like, first of all, you have this performer on on the, the show being like, I am really fragile and life made me this bitch. This is why I'm this. This is why I'm acting this way. And yet people are still coming for her, right? And and they're coming for her with like, that's not a reason. That's not an excuse. And it's like, whoa, can you can you actually be Susie Beaver for a second or be Bitter Betty for a, a moment and be like, yeah, she's just young. Yeah. You know, she's just she's on TV and this is different, you know? I mean, they're making a TV show. I mean, I, we talk about this, uh, you know, ad nauseum, but, you know, till we're, till we're bleeding out our mouths, so to speak. But... People are just dumb. People are dumb, and and I and the, part of the reason I hope that there's an evolution of the La Zavaleta narrative is like that we can, they, you know, she can move on from getting those messages, and week three can win the floor show, and everyone's like, oh my god, La Zavaleta, I love you, and, right? You know, because right. it's just that fair weather shit. So, Ugh, um, anyway. well, oh, well, what do you what do you say we jump in there? Let's let's jump in. I have thoughts on the Bihar introduction. For the first six minutes of the episode. Oh, yes. The sort of Halloween three um, plot of like the evil masks. Yeah. Yes. I love right. that. Mm -hmm. I love that. And uh, shout out to Art by Shane. Uh, you know who that artist is. Of on course. Instagram. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, design the masks and the box. Oh, I love that. Oh, I love that. That makes me feel Don't so good. Don't you love good. that? Because I know. It was just like, you know, as... as we've been once called they were just a fan who was out there just creating art and then was recognized i think that's awesome yeah i love that um so it's nice to see that and i just mary i love that the b movie at the beginning connects to the murder at the end of the episode yeah i i like i wonder how, if that's going to run through the entire uh, season yeah. or if it's just per episode there's a new kind of wraparound story but mm. uh, I loved it I think in past seasons I think they only did this in season three I don't remember them doing this as much in season two I feel like that was right. more of just those like one-off mm -hmm. um, you know I the the production of these of the wraparound story is better you know like in the last season when they did it, it was like, yeah, it's a B-horror movie and it really kind of feels like a B-horror movie at times. Like sometimes the <laughs> acting is just like, no, that's just bad acting. But I yes. think it's, they, they've, uh, they've modified the recipe a little bit this season. I just love that the Boulets do drag performances on every episode. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, the production this season obviously is way stepped up which you can tell right from that first voiceover spooky scene of, uh, you know, the boules in the forest uh, with their masks. Um, I, I just love that we get to see them perform. Uh, and, and that to me connects with, I know their, how Dragula started their live shows, right? It was, it was entertaining the whole time. And I, I appreciate that the boules are very much a part of this production. Uh, it's very different than the other drag race franchise and uh, or the drag franchise uh, that's out there. And I, I, I love it. I love it. And I love that the theme song is the same. I, the earworm for me, and it's whenever anybody says the word killer, I'll go, she's a killer. Oh, God. Oh, Queen. Mary, I, I, 
I can't, Mary. I'm sorry. I know. Yeah. And I just, it's like, I don't, I didn't, I, that's in my head. But if I said it, it's almost like, it's, it's almost serious moonlight. Serious moonlight. Yeah. This is, we might have to just hit the detonation button. I, I love that. That part, part always, oh, that just, she's a killer. Oh, I hate it. And, and it. you know that you could lean into that more and make it worse. And you know what I mean? And don't do it. Resist. But you know what I'm talking about. And that's problematic. <laughs> She's a killer. Uh, I just I love just, it uh, so much. Uh, I love it's it. like I just keep imagining Sarah Paulson saying it. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's just, that's what that's what puts me off. Uh, well, let's go to these entrances. I also love that they have to go through. You know, however it. You know, I know that they're amping up their yeah. fear, like especially Mary or whatever. But Mary, I don't fuck with ghosts, Cherry. Uh, good luck on this show, dear, if you don't fuck with ghosts. I mean, it's, right. I, I just love her honesty here and uh, how basically for the first four entrances, entrances, Mary is just so uneasy. Yeah, the uneasy hostess. Another guest arrives. I'm very uncomfortable right now. Yeah, the frightened chaperone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't in the factory. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, sh uh, she just likes to show off. Um, yeah. So, so, you know, Mary comes in, and I immediately went, all right, Mary. You all know, right, Mary. I mean, you know, stick around in this race, Mary, and we might have a segment every week called All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. Um, and then we meet uh, Vicky Elizabeth Black's granddaughter, Astrid, and um, wait, and, wasn't this Dolly's, yeah. Dahlia's, somebody's drag, somebody's oh. drag daughter? Is that what it was? So uh, when she said Dahlia, I thought she meant Dahlia Black. But it's... I think it's Dahlia. Dahlia. Dahli. Dahli. Oh. I think it's Dahli. And I was thinking about that because it was like, oh, what's happening with Dahli? When's she coming back? Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah, right. We uh, thought that she might. Yeah. Um, but so, Okay, so I am totally wrong. I thought this was Dahlia's daughter. Listen, I could be wrong too, but you know that's you know uh, something for the Marys to weigh in on. Um, sure, there you go. Yeah, there you, go. you gotta give them um, something, you know. And and Zavaleta comes in, and we have two Brooklyn queens and a, a Brooklyn queen once removed. Yeah, kind of starting this season, which I thought was an interesting way to start. Yeah. Three New um, York queens, well, two New York <laughs> queens and one New York queen removed. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. Um, and then uh, Coco Kane comes in and I was living. Oh, I yeah. Coco. I could not stop watching Coco. throughout the entire episode. Well, I mean, the scalp work that she's doing in the talking heads and the pushing oh. the, the invisible hair behind her ear. It she like already Coco is coming for narrator uh, and I'm I'm loving it. Yeah, no, Coco, she she can also deflect, I think, very well. Yeah, I, I was getting a nice adult in the room energy, which was very welcomed. I think, you know, who would I sit with is probably Coco, you know? Mm, mm. I think I would probably sit next to who's next, Bitter Betty. Uh, yeah. I, I got this just, I don't know. Uh, and maybe I'm wrong, but I got this energy from Bitter Betty of like, yeah, I could sit next to you and you'd probably tell me some great stories. Yeah, I, um, you know, 
only came into this knowing Betty by her, you know, her Twitter reputation. And I just have to say, overall, Betty coming out of the episode was like one of the contestants I liked the most. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. her. Same. I, yeah. Just a good vibe. I felt like, you know, uh, I, especially during the that workroom fight was just like, oh, who cares? You're all going home. Like, <laughs> it was just like a really good beat and a good tone. And... I don't know. And she was giving me Carla Gugino at points, and that was kind of fun. Mm. So, you know, I, I highly recommend it. It happened maybe almost a year ago, a year and a half ago, even now. Um, she was on the Tony Soto show, mm-hmm. uh, a, a podcast. And, you know, you just kind of get to know who Bitter Betty is. And, it you know, it, it's different than Twitter. Uh, so an, an I, interesting yeah. lesson in like who you think someone is on Twitter, and granted, this is a TV show, but who, right? How they are in a different format, yeah, right. And I gotta say, for someone to have an entrance line and then read entrance lines oh, at the same time, I love that. Yeah, is so brilliant. She walks in, she's like, well, "I'm gonna have to say some cheesy fucking tagline now, am I?" I'm just like, oh. The reading begins right. right from the start. Right. Well, and it's like, and then if you do kind of know her Twitter reputation, it's kind of funny. It's like, oh, I love yes. it. Of course. Like yeah. that's she's aware. Like, yes. all right, I'm gonna give you that one, Betty. I'm gonna like that tweet. All right, you win. Right. You know? Right. And she volleys and the editors volley back by bringing in Jade next. Oh, I just <laughs> I love that. Jade comes in. Jade is here to Win these kids over at Santa Monica Junior mm-hmm. High from right. day yeah. one. Yeah, she's the replacement gym teacher, and she's mm-hmm. she's got to get him on her side. Yeah, yeah, yeah because you know Miss Giordano is out on maternity leave, and uh, so I'm here to you know bring a little surf, bring a little sun, and you know uh, With bring the, a, those little cat ears. Yeah, yeah. And, and bring a little fun. So. Um, <laughs> Pause up, kids. You know, yeah. Right. Are you guys my season four whores? Yeah, right. That's what she says when she walks into the gym. Yeah. Are you my period four whores? <laughs> Let's do some jumping jacks. Yeah, right. And jumping jills. Play some basketball. You know? yeah, yeah, jumping jills. Yes, that's right. Oh, uh, I love it. I really. I mean, I'm. We didn't. We, Jade was very much a supporting character this episode, but I am. I'm here for it. I'm here for for J. Joe Lee, like kind of 3.0. Totally. No, no, I really am. And I appreciate her. There was one moment where I think Formaldehyde was like, I'm going to bring it, guys. Mm-hmm. And then Jade's like, yeah, I really can't wait to see it. And it's just like, oh, you're also a guidance counselor. Right. You, know? <laughs> you threw her a fucking bone, you know? Like, she was she's the most positive and i just love how she's like oh god the, the kindness and dragula is amazing and she's also correct right i think we so. also know that. yeah and yeah. i and i could tell it was like wanting to come in right away of hey like hey so we're all really kind in this community right yeah <laughs> right i mean right? you guys are gonna be nice to be me? nice to right? me you'll be nice to me right like i can't say i don't empathize with this you know you'll be nice to me be nice to me yeah yeah <laughs> right um and then the one that I think gets everybody shaking in their boots yeah. comes in. Hozo Teratoma comes in, and it is... You think that Hozo is part of the haunted house, even. Yeah, yeah. I Hozo, I think, is going to be a very exciting contestant right off the bat. Um, has a great energy. I feel like... Um, 
Yeah, I just like someone I'm excited to root for right away. Yeah, uh, they're they're like there's this confidence that's almost like you y'all have no idea mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah, you know. Yeah, um, and I, I appreciate. That. And I always think it's interesting when like someone comes in, you know, because we kind of see. Hoso comes in and then like Astrid, for example, later is like, I've been following you for a while and they're all kind of familiar with her. And then Formaldehyde's like, oh, well, I have a really big following on social media. And they're like, oh, yeah. I, uh, how big is it? You'll is- find out. Yeah, well, you'll find <laughs> out. But yeah. can't tell me now. Um. <laughs> oh, oh, sweet I know. little baby. I know, I know. Um, uh. But yeah, so. Uh, and then we get... Uh, Susie oh, Beaver. The badge in the patch. The badge yes. in the patch. Susie Beaver all the way from Chicago. Uh, what a way to walk in. And you know what? Gestures of Dracula. Susie during the, I guess the producers were like, so what was that like when Mary Cherry, blah, 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 blah. Why did you go over to Betty? And I just love how Susie, she just shrugged. She was like, well, I knew Betty and Betty was the only one I knew in the room. Yeah. Shrug. That's like, what do you want from me? Yeah. It was it was saying so much mm-hmm. about Mary, you know, very interesting. Yeah. Um, and 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 took it in stride when Mary was kind of poking at her her name, Susie yeah. Weaver. No, Sigourney Beaver. Sigourney oh, Beaver. Beaver. <laughs> yeah, that was there anyway. was there was a little bit of a weird moment there where you know it was, was awkward. Like, hi, I'm Mary Cherry, and she was like, "Okay, hi, nice to meet you. Where are you from?" It just it was like. Well, now you're like, can we do a take two on this scene, producers? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I think there was a bit yeah. of that, you know? Yeah. It wa- and it came off, I think, worse than it needed to. Yeah. Uh, I think it was just, again, awkward jitters. And they're on this set, you know, standing not very far apart from mm-hmm. each other. Like, cameras are there. This is their, you know, their first, you know, day of filming kind of thing. Yeah. And, yeah. It's I, always a it, little... That's what it got. There's me. always those yeah. first day, you know, uh, baby giraffe legs. Yeah. Right, right. And then Mary reads Formelda when Formelda walks in, you know, her personality, where's the beef? Uh, and, you know, you, you're just kind of like, all right, well, Mary's probably not wrong that Formelda was probably very uh, timid. I mean, I, I think from what we saw the whole episode, I mean, I, there was that hope of like, oh, yeah, we're going to be proven wrong about the Masked Queen. And I think mm. ultimately the masks weren't the issue. And it was true. Formaldehyde had a, a much quieter energy and a much more timid energy than I think, you know, was working in this room and potentially in this competition. Sure. Yeah, it really was just the performance. Uh, and I the think. shoes and the club kids. Oh, shoes. my God. Okay, we will get there. Yeah. So Saint comes in. Ah, work. My baby. Work, my Saint. baby. Yeah. yeah. Saint, Saint. Hey, you know? Saint. Yeah, exactly. Uh, just so <laughs> nice. I mean, I felt like Susie Beaver running to Betty. I was like, I know Saint. So I ran up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So shrug. What do you want from me? You know? Yeah, I the one the one kind of critique I'll have about this opening is that, you know, they immediately then go into the haunted house, the maze, and we didn't really get to look at these opening looks. Uh, there's there was one or two memorable looks, but the lighting was so dark. It wasn't until they were in the boudoir that I got to see more. But I just have to say. I gasped with Bitter Betty's shirt. 
dress. Oh, I love that. I thought that was so good. And the proportions with the hair was so smart. Uh, like, it was a really good look. And marketable, too, which mm-hmm. I think she is marketing now. Like, brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, uh, I, yeah. I Again, like, if you're going to be on TV and you're going to have this platform fucking make room bitch you know Mm -hmm. because she's gonna she's gonna take up space and i love that well uh speaking of taking up space uh the Mm. queens are gonna take up some haunted space in uh this little appetizer mini challenge Mm. if you will and uh, you know now that i've seen the episode I, i feel kind of silly but initially there was a sense of like oh no what if one of them doesn't make it through and then they're not going to be in the competition? And now I'm like, what part would they not survive? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what do yeah. You- they were, they were in a group. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There was no way that somebody wasn't going to get through. There were cameras everywhere. I, yeah, this was very much, uh, it, it's similar to how in the boudoir, they're like, please go to the main stage. I just, and yeah. <laughs> I, like, why are we still doing that? Why are we doing that? We have to stop it's doing that. I know, but well, like, it's ev- fun. They gag it every time, and it's just like ev- these contestants have all seen the show. They must be like, "Oh, come on, guys! Why? Are we- okay, oh, it- it's kind of like in Clue when they recreate all the murders, and Mrs. Oh, Peacock's like, sure. you know, like screaming and going <laughs> to the couch. They all have to like uh-huh. go along with it, you know? Yeah, they have to go along. It's not real. There's no way they wouldn't make it through. They know they're gonna have time but they have to pretend for the camera right that they're stressing right like we we know it benefits no one to do this gag including the show (laughs) well i i think for me it just highlights more don't take any of this seriously like they're not in a mansion you know right they're not in a mansion they will have enough time everybody's safe and it's just a silly game show and it's fun and it's spooky and the looks are what you should focus on, mm-hmm. you know? Even the floor show, I mean, we I think we really get a sense of it this week is like the floor show that we see, the, the extent to which it's a production and like that they produce a good floor show and then the critiques are about the things we don't see, you know? So like mm. all of it that we're, we're seeing is, uh, you know, it, it is production, certainly. That's very interesting, actually. Um, <clears throat> I will say about this haunted house, this maze, I thought the clown thing was pretty nuts. Well, when they were in the spinning room? Yeah. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I mean, and the and the thunk, the, the oh, Susie's, Susie's thunk. Susie's thunk. Yeah. Man. Oh, God, yeah, Susie's concussion. Yeah. Uh, it was, yeah, that was uh, pretty alarming. Um, but I will say this, the... If you didn't watch the screen and you just listened to it, it was mostly just, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like they kept stepping in puddles. Oh, my my God. Oh, my socks are wet. Oh, my God. (laughs) Well, I mean, for for me, the editing and the drama that I – live for is the second car gag with Mary Cherry just oh like the bring it on bitch bring it on and then that whatever that that the sound of silence moment that like the, uh-huh. whatever what is that what is that sound effect is what is that called know. do you know what I'm talking about though um when it's just the ringing in the ear kind of oh you know sure. use that use that yes that, yeah 
there's that yeah. and she's you know it's the slow-mo and her hair puffs back you know uh-huh. that dramatic yeah. moment i i lived for that i it was so i mean again to the point we keep making this big old tv show we're watching yeah you know yeah. Um, there's no stakes here except for the contestants experiencing this fright you know sure i mean yeah astrid has you know uh you know sort of a, a ptsd moment i um I, th- I love that Susie's like, are you okay? I do love that. Yeah, yeah. There was a, I, I like that there was some time spent on that. And I was thinking, you know, if that was if if that situation involved having to like open the oven and take something out, I could fully sympathize. That would be my version of this nightmare haunted house is like baking things. Baking things? I hate the oven. I hate using the oven. Oh, right. Yeah. Is the oven on? Is the yeah, oven on? Right, do, right, do I have to right. take it out of the oven? Oh, God. Don't forget to turn off the oven. Yeah. yeah check right. the oven. Yeah. I just, that's my version of it. Of like, oh, hey, there's a hot pan in there. And you just, you don't even have an oven mitt. You just have one of those little, you know, oven pads that you have to grip with your raw hand to take the pan out. Mary, did I ever tell you that my ex in Chicago used to heat his apartment by opening his oven? so dangerous i don't know why but everyone says it's so dangerous it was electric but like do, do, that's do, how do, he heat <laughs> <laughs> it's electric it was electric do, do, do. oh my god that is wow sorry she's a killer yeah she's a killer so yeah listen that's what you get that's what you get oh <laughs> uh, well anyway the boudoir scene i uh, finally some light finally we get to kind of like see these people um, and we, yeah, I think we talked about this, the direction being, Hey, throw some shade, size each other up, go mm-hmm. for it. There's also, maybe they're hinting at there's, I, I called this song, oh. the Hoso Astrid love theme. Mm-hmm. Uh, who knows what'll come of that, but, um, for free, for yeah. free. <laughs> I hope it's for free, you know? And that's, that's also, uh, you mentioned this before, but if anybody's looking for it, it's a great moment when Coco pushes her invisible hair behind her ears. Yes. Well, uh, is during this scene. Yeah, Mary and, and Zavaleta are fighting, and then it cuts to Coco. That move, that infamous, famous, iconic canon move of pushing your invisible hair behind your ear. I Yes. I Nef love Campbell it. and Scream. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. It's basically... I mean, it's basically BSA material. BSA the week is probably Coco Cane for, for the hair moves and the, and the narration. Totally, totally. Yeah, no, I appreciated Coco so much um, for things that she probably didn't even know she was doing. Yeah, <laughs> you know? it was just it was such a welcomed energy. I I really loved it. Um, you know, my question when obviously our favorite music comes back, Ugh. my question is, what looks do they like? Note are they bringing? They're bringing these looks. Obviously, they know these challenges. Mm-hmm. Like I want to know how much they know about, and then what they're actually doing in the boudoir. Because I saw a lot of. Obviously, they're painting their faces the next day, but they're prepping their costumes out of their bags. Like we don't even see the bags. Uh, mm-hmm. I, you know, there's some editing things that are not telling us the full reality scope. Um, they're leaving out a lot of details. Like I would like to see Astrid unwinding that tail in her bag. You know. Yeah, I'd like to see how long it took Mary Cherry to get ready. Mm, wow, <laughs> there's some shade. Well, I mean, it's just there. There ostensibly, you know, wouldn't be much because it's mostly one piece. There you go. Yeah, she just puts it on. You just yeah. put it I on. Mean, put a little lip, and you know, bing, Mary, bang, boom. you know. 
maybe she put the mi- marshmallow in the microwave for a little while. You know, that maybe takes about 15, 20 seconds for it to get that puffy. That does take time. Know? Yeah. <laughs> It does take time. I give her that. All right. And and I mean, listen, for the queen who, you know, who loves to sweat, the queen with a fan, I can only imagine the jacuzzi mm. she was walking around in in that suit. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Um, we get a, a really nice moment of these, you know, ladies in the workroom. Yeah. I, and I love that line, one tit at a time. Oh, I, you know, put that rolls on off the a tongue fucking really tank well. top, yeah. you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah. One tit at a time on a tank top. That's a nice little alliteration. Uh, <laughs> I love that. I mean, yeah, like I love for free, but one tit at a time, I think, is is where you're going to mm. make your merch money, honey. Totally, because it, it has social and political kind of understanding. Yeah, right? yeah, and it's got a nice ring to it. Um, yeah, one tit at a time. One tit uh, at a time. Yeah, an important conversation to have. It was also interesting how the editors showed us these, you know, many of the cis boys watching this, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think it it made sense. I think these were things that probably a lot of people going into the season were aware of, and they're they're kind of talking points in drag competition shows these days. And so I think it made a lot of sense to, like, let's talk about it in episode one. Let's Mm -hmm. just address it and... um, make these points in the first episode because I think ultimately the point is that there is no point to be made and there isn't, there shouldn't be a conversation. There shouldn't be a, Oh, well we're women. So you know what I mean? Like that shouldn't Mm -hmm. have to be a conversation we have to even have, you know? Um, Right. So like moving forward, I, what makes sense is like, well now you are your competitors in this competition, you know? Um, Right. There's no qualifying factor here of, well, you're a cisgendered woman, you know? Right. No, that it, it, it ended. I do love how they edited Betty just being like, we've always been here. And then that was it. Mm-hmm. And it's just like end of story period. We've always been here. I just thought that was well said and succinct and enough, you know, almost kind of like enough talking about it. Yeah. I wonder, particularly for her and for Jade, if there was any particular instruction of how much to not talk about drag race and to not refer to oh, it. Oh, completely. You know. Yeah, they can't they can't name it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and to not draw those lines and draw those comparisons, which I think makes sense. Is like I, what Dragula does really well is it'll have little easter eggs and little hints and little like, "Oh, well we do this," you know. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. I think that's a better way to kind of refer to your neighbor across the street than like, you know, holding up a sign saying, "Ah, we're judging you," you know. God hates facts, you know? Right, right, right. Oh, totally. Yeah. Just do your own thing. Mm-hmm. And whenever, you know, something comes up, you you don't mention the house next door. You, you, you find some other way. You know, something that I forgot that Dracula does, and I think this was actually at the end of day one in the workroom, but I think they draw straws of who has to, you know, basically do the, like, oh, time to wrap things up. And J. Joe Lee pulled the yep. straw this time. And gave mm-hmm. us an impassioned, all right, bitches, I'm ready to wrap this shit up and have an amazing floor show. I mean. Oh, these reality stars doing their job. Doing their thing, you know. Now, let's get this field day started, yeah, you know. Yeah, right. right. Uh, let's play some basketball. Let's play some basketball. I mean, <laughs> J. Jolie's big gym teacher energy is a, a joy that I hope we get to continue to explore this season. 
Oh, I'm just loving it. And I, you know, I was nervous about Jade being on the show. And mm-hmm. uh, I'd, I'll talk more about that on the on her floor show. But yeah, no, I am digging that. And to, in the same vein, Mary, I love watching them pretend to panic that they're not ready. Oh, I know. I just like that's what Mary I really Jerry, want the behind the scenes. I haven't of. even started yet. Right. It's Sorry. like, well, Mary, you probably have time. You're probably fine. <laughs> Listen, that's you're basically putting on, you know, overalls, you know. Oh, my God. Well, before we jump into the floor show, then I will say this overall. Very interesting how much formaldehyde was read for wearing a mask when there were so many masks on the runway. Yeah. Right. I mean, I don't know what Mary I, I don't Mary's know. wearing a mask. I know and she was the one that was like masks don't do well here. Uh, well, it's like- that's another <laughs> smart narrative of this episode is here's someone saying, where's, you know, masks. It's just not my kind of drag. And what kind of drag is she wearing by the end of the episode? She's got a GD mask <laughs> on. She's got a state puff mask on. So and same with uh, 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 Zavaleta. Oh, my God. Right. There she is going like <laughs> And I can see less of her, you know. I know <laughs> the chicken schmaltz monster than I can see of uh, formaldehyde, who I I kind I enjoyed. I thought um, I understood that there was probably behind the scenes they maybe because her segment is the shortest or their segment. Yeah. I apologize if I'm misgendering, but um, but I thought the effect was really creepy and. I was surprised that people were like, I don't get the reference. I've seen like two and a half saws. I was surprised too. I got the yeah. reference. Yeah. Yeah. I was I was also very surprised at that reaction. Yeah. I will say, yeah, I wonder if it was just like, do something, Charlie. And then, you know, he was just like, all right, I'll do this. And yeah. it was like, can you do more? And what it's else like, do you got? Okay. Uh, I'll, yeah, I'll strangle right. myself now. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it, it was, right. I get it. I mean, that's. Something happened. They made such a big point of like, I'm going to show you and, um, you know, I'm more of a, you know, I don't perform live, but you're underestimating me. And I was just like, oh, I this this became sort of like the obvious conclusion. And I was like, oh, I really wanted to be gooped, you know? Mm. Yeah, I did want the the rise of formaldehyde. Yeah. yeah. I mean, when the Meet the Monsters, we were talking about formaldehyde as like front so totally totally whoopsie doodle um bummer so so so, go ahead well i mean i was gonna bring up uh jay joe lee and those bugs oh so she came out and i was like hocus pocus gaze really i you know granted like i didn't even think of that i like hocus pocus i like it enough but now it's become like a thing of like all right, hocus pocus gays are now a thing. I know. And and I was just kind of like, oh, you're doing a Disney character, Jade. What? Mm. Come on, do something different. And then she started eating those bugs and I was like, you better work, bitch. She, I, you better. Yep, yep. I was like, all right, you came to prove a point and you're eating some mm-hmm. goddamn bugs. I disgusting. I appreciate it. You came out bold. I do think there's probably some kind of Matreon only Mary's discussion on hocus pocus gays. I think that's a that sure. it's a subgenre of like Disney gaze and and I oh, I yep. want to talk about that yeah hocus pocus gaze hocus pocus right. gaze um, <laughs> hocus pocus you barely know us um, anyway it's all just a bunch of hocus pocus ah uh, cut virgin over here you know <laughs> he's a virgin <laughs> who can't drive who can't drive 
um, uh, well, we get some. Uh, I do want to talk about the guest judges. Mm-hmm. Uh, I st- I still cannot believe you have not seen Jawbreaker. I know, I know. It you know it's kind of, I, I I I save a little bite of dessert just you know to enjoy later in the middle of the night. That's the idea I think here that I've justified not seeing Jawbreaker with is that like oh. I'm saving it to have something to live for. But I know. I still haven't seen it. Uh, anyway. And then, uh, so Darren Stein is there. Mm-hmm. And then Tenerife Du was so good as a judge. Yeah. The... So, so respectful, you know. Oh, what an interesting choice as a judge. Like, we're so used to, you know, be celebrities, you know, on, on that other drag show. But mm. I thought... We talk about like, oh, who should be on the panel giving their critiques, giving giving their point of view? You know, what qualifies someone? Maybe they do drag, you know, for example. (laughs) And I thought this was interesting. It's like, oh, you have a scholar. That's I love that take of like, let's have a scholar on the panel. I thought that was really cool. Brilliant. Um, Before we kind of jump into some of these more or some more of these looks, there were some horror icons that. I think I either missed or I would have added. All right. Sing out, Louise. All right. The creature from Stranger Things. The creature? Yes? I'm trying to picture the creature from Stranger Things. I'm oh my God. not With getting the, the reference. The, the opening flaps, the the monster, Mary. Oh, the, sure. Those monsters. I, oh, sure. I, I mean, well, I, I guess I just haven't seen it in a while. So, yeah. I mean, for the kids. Wow. I know. Sorry. Uh, Sorry. What do you got? Let's pin- look at Pinhead, I think, would have been an interesting one to kind of reimagine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, uh, uh, Victoria did that one where she, with the face, oh, she did a, yes. a Cenobite. So um, yes. I agree with that. Uh, the the little girl from The Ring. Oh, Sadaku, Sudoku, Sudoku, you know, it's hard to figure her out. Yeah. Samara. 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 <laughs> Whatever. Uh, I think that would have been an interesting one. Also, Ghostface. I, you know, I think there's a way to do it. Figuring out a way to do it, you know, really kind of uh, uplift it, if you will, drag it up. Um, I think. I think of um, who do I think of? I think of Florida. Is it is it Florida Man um, who does Voldemort? Uh, do you know that this drag artist that does Voldemort and it's like really gay? I don't. I know the name. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, Mary's out there. I know, know it. it uh, it's a really, really great performance of Voldemort uh, that's been kind of happening over the past two years and now went on like Britain's Got Talent or something and did it and got read for filth. Oh, it was fabulous. It's, uh, it's really just interesting to see a, a straight audiences shocked by Voldemort making out with Harry Potter, you know? Mm, wow. My magic wand is... is weaving a spell uh all right so in terms of floor shows uh and performances did you have did you have any others to add oh of ones that i thought were missing um yeah you know i was happy to see texas chainsaw massacre represented Uh i thought it i kept thinking it would be so cool to see a final girl represented somehow Mm. and i know that's not as big of drag but i like if there was a way to do a two-in-one of Leatherface and Sally, I think that would have mm. probably, you know, uh, ascended me to the heavens. Um, <laughs> I think it would also be really fun to do if you, like, I mean, I guess the definition can be stretched, but I love the idea of, like, 
Glenn Close and Fatal Attraction. I think oh. I like ha- like just as an assignment of like how would you make that like monstrous? You know what I mean? Like I feel like mm. you know because her character is pregnant in the movie, so you could do some oh. sick shit. You know? Sure. Um, sure. I think. Who else would I say? Oh, I mean, I guess on that path, I mean, it's practically the same drag, but Carrie's mother from Carrie, like, okay, you know, uh, when she's dead with all the knives in her. I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's the direction I would go. I think I would approach this the way like Louisiana Purchase would, you know, where mm. and I think the way maybe Betty did where it was like, I'm going to take a couple of the details that matter and drag them up and that's going to bring the illusion versus doing what like Astrid did. You know what I mean? I, well, then we'll get into that. Uh, just two others to add to this list. One that I think more people would know, Bowsette, the female version of Bowser from Mario. Oh. Uh, would have been a great idea. Mm-hmm. I feel like Bitch Puddin is like, like that's a Bitch Puddin character. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. um, and then the deep cut, are you ready? From Salute Your Shorts, Zeke the plumber. Oh my god! You don't know this reference. Well, I know salute your shorts. Okay, hold on. Mary's salute your shorts. Zeke the plumber. Okay, Google. Mm. Google seems to think this is real. Oh God, Mary! I feel like this is a kinder trauma you're bringing up for me that I forgot yep. about. I don't like yep. this. It's very scary. Oh God, why? Oh, folks. Don't Google this. That is, I don't, that is, boy. I have brain matter in my earlobe right now. Well, anyway, let's jump into these looks because I think I have different feelings about Betty's look and then therefore Astrid's look than you. Because to me, the way to do this challenge was how Astrid or Hoso did it. I I liked Hoso's. I I liked Astrid's. I guess I my initial reaction was, oh, I liked Betty's. I actually thought the teeth were super effective, and the floor show is really effective. But you know, I see in comparison that it's not as you know as extreme. But um, yeah, I was just kind of surprised. I also, I mean, to be honest, I I liked Susie Beaver's look, but I I think I wasn't expecting it to be in the top. Right, I wasn't either. Yeah. I wasn't either. Shout out to Sister Mary Connor who designed those tassels. The booby boulders. The booby yeah. boulders. Uh, mm-hmm. The bolts, yeah. Which is very clever from Susie, oh, right? Bolts, to put me. Yeah. Right, to put Bride of Frankenstein's bolts on her titties. Like, that is brilliant. And, uh, you know, shout out to Sister Mary Connor. Yeah. Love that for you. Yeah, yeah. you know, you're yeah. just... Uh, you know, you're you're getting famous one tit at a time, girl. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Um, but as far as Betty goes, I thought the the critique was kind of right on because that's what that's kind of how I felt when she came out. I was like, yeah, this looks more like a costume rather than like a look. It I, looks yeah. like she's in an Elvira costume instead of like becoming this different version of Elvira. It definitely is. And when, you know, when he said that, like, you know, you could see this in any gay bar, I think there's some truth to that. I guess it was just the teeth were just so effective. I was just like, mm. ugh, like that. And I think yeah. the boulets kind of hinted at that of like the details are there. And I, I that yeah. I agree with. I was like, yeah, I think the details are there, but it's the elevation. And I wonder, like, how do you take Elvira into the stratosphere? You know? 
Yeah, uh, with one creative kind of gimmick. I feel like you have to kind of do what they do in Snatch Game. You take the character and then add another horror element to it. Yeah. Uh, to kind of twist it and yeah. bring it up. Um, they Maybe did the twist that is that she's a lesbian. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah. They, they did say that Betty shouldn't have been in the bottom. Uh, that, that, you know, that, that's just how the scores came out. Yeah. Who do you think should have been in the bottom over Betty? I mean, listen, I love her, but like Mary. Yeah. Mary. Yeah. Come on. You know, I, like I'm happy to let, let you be the pizza monster of the season, but this, this is not pizza. Like I love this, Mary. And I think it should have been in the bottom, but I did love it. I love the idea. I think it was a great it. idea. I love the idea. I thought it was a great idea. And if she came out there at at a bar, I would be like, "This is brilliant. This is camp. This is what Mary does. This is fabulous." And yes, the way the Boulets are judging this season, right? Because I'm not, I'm not judging her drag. I'm judging how it relates to the challenge and in the season, compared to some of these other looks. If Betty wasn't going to be in the bottom, it would be Mary. Yeah. I, if I was at a show and Mary came out and did a number in this, I would love it. I'd love the choice. I, I hope there'd be another queen dressed as Dana, as played by Sigourney oh, Weaver. Yes. You know, uh, <laughs> that's what I would hope for the full fantasy. But to your uh -huh. point, to what the competition and the challenge and all that, no, 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 that what it's asking for I was like, I just think this might not be, um, you know. I need s'more, you know, so to speak. <laughs> you need to put it under the fire for a yeah, little bit longer. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'd love to sandwich this yeah. between my graham crackers, but there's just not enough chocolate, you know? It would have been cooler if she added more detail and made it a singed marshmallow. Yeah, I think there was just, I think th there were a lot of things that she could do that would still get the illusion, but would have more detail. But, I mean it really was like a one piece suit. And I thought, Oh, well, mm. where's the, where's the gag? You know, where's the beef? Where's the beef? <laughs> I, I see a mask. Uh, I see. a mask. I did like that. She, she re-envisioned it to be kind of like a madam pimp character. Like, you know, there was thought put behind this and in the performance, which I thought was more. And I think more, interesting to look at than Betty's Elvira. But again, it's subjective. Yeah, it's subjective. Yeah, because I, I felt the opposite. I felt like Betty's Elvira I was getting to like, oh, I like this. I like I, it was mm. again, it was like what Louise would give me last season. I was like, oh, I like what you're doing. I like th that detail is telling me everything I need, you know? Right. So the top three were uh, or top four, I guess I should say, is Hoso, Coco, Susie, and Astrid. Um, I for me, Hoso should have won. I agree. I think Astrid was great. I I think, yeah, I just think that, the you know, in terms of what I was even more excited by, I feel like Hoso, I was like, this is, this is uh, the full package. Oh, my God. And also, out of the box, unexpected. The other mother, horrifying, unexpectedly. And mm -hmm. I thought it was just a great reimagining of it and a great performance. Whereas Astrid, like... I guess. To the to the mask discussion, like she was wearing a mask for part of it, yeah, you know, and and maybe and this isn't her fault necessarily, but like we have seen 
alien runway mm-hmm. f- floor shows Correct. before, and there's Correct. just that sense of like, you know, I don't necessarily think she's being judged on that, but I guess my own opinion is like, I haven't really seen what Hoso's done before, but I guess I have kind of seen what Astrid's done before, you know? Yeah, right. Yeah, I I totally agree with that. Um, I, Astrid again, it was a great look, and she probably performed it really, really well um, in the judges' eyes, and that's why she won. Um, but and, I would have definitely given it to Hoso. Yeah, and the, again, the narrative of this episode, when you look at like Astrid and and you know, I think she even made the prediction that Zavaleta and Formaldehyde were going to be in the bottom, and that mm. was kind of what started that fight in the clip of the week, and. You know, Astrid had a, you know, not a fun time in the fun house. And so it's it's interesting, like, you know, again, if we look at this as a, as a narrative and characters and what we're seeing, um, there's a real kind of like uh, they're giving her a real positive upswing this episode, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, totally. And uh, with a little asterisk. Well, uh, you know, because uh, yeah. after she wins, Susie did not like Astrid's reaction to winning. Oh, so remind me. I feel like I've missed that moment, but maybe you just I need so to remind you. Astr- they they say Astrid won, and she's like, "Oh my god!" She's you know celebrating. Oh, yeah, and they cut to Susie twice, kind of like, "Oh my god!" Like, ugh. oh yes, right? Because I remember, yeah, she was like, "Oh my fucking god!" I can't believe it. Yeah, I think if it came down to Susie and Astrid, I still think Astrid won this week. Um, if it comes down yeah. to that, yeah. 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 I think Susie would have been in the bottom of the top four for me. I, I think so as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Coco, Coco being like a clear three. What did you think of her? I thought it was a great idea to do Morticia Adams. I and thought it was uh, a reimagine her as a black woman. Yeah, for I, sure. yeah. I thought it was a great idea. I think I needed like one or two more details that hinted mm-hmm. at Morticia, like the sleeves or something mm-hmm. that just, or the train. I just needed like a little bit more that I was like, oh, I see that this is not, that this is actually a Morticia reference versus right. just being this like, you know, black queen, you know? Right, right. Yeah, no, I think that's kind of what brought it down in terms of kind of points, if mm-hmm. you will. Yeah. Quote. Um, yeah. Uh, the, the floor show did not disappoint. Um, I enjoyed the floor show. Uh, hopefully we'll get longer floor shows as we kind of pare down these yeah. performers. Yeah. Yeah. I am down for a floor show that takes up, you know, a, a good three or four minutes, like indulge, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Formelda and Zavaleta are at the bottom too. What was this drama with, the pump breaking. So Zavaleta had this pump that was supposed to, you know, pump the blood into her look. And then that was, we see in the floor show, we just see the blood coming out of her eyes and all of that. But I guess, mm. you know, there was a pump, you know, uh, that we were not seeing. And so that we get the behind the scenes moment of someone saying, keep going Zavaleta, which I yeah, just love right. as an isolated <laughs> moment. Uh, and and that was an what I thought was really interesting was what we saw in the floor show was you know impeccable in terms of what they had they made it work and I thought it was mm-hmm. interesting then be shown like well actually we're not going to put on a bad floor show but like we are going to take points off after the fact you know yeah that is interesting that is interesting uh, I don't think we've seen that before that they take off points for something we didn't see yeah I know that's a that's a good question of like. Because obviously it's probably happened a lot of times before, but like how often is it called out and are we shown that moment, you know? Yeah, 
Yeah, we absolutely saw it. Yeah. Yeah, interesting. And also two masked queens in the bottom. Honestly, all Zavaleta had to do was get through that extermination because wearing the club kid boots, the shoes, it's... I mean... Uh, uh, they said it. They said it. They, they said it. They told them. Yeah. <laughs> I told you it's club kid shoes. <laughs> yeah, um, you don't know shit. You don't know but. shit. I mean, it is. I, I really think the... The irony is that formaldehyde, the mask, was the least of your problems. Mm -hmm. I think the shoes, it's like, you know, we all we all know this, you know. Um, mm. And I think, obviously, from a reality TV standpoint, Lizavaleta is bringing so much more to the to the boudoir and to the, the dynamic with other queen and other performers. And mm -hmm. I, it, that just wasn't happening with formaldehyde. And so kind of like from right. the reality TV side of things and the competition side of things, it was like... It's not, yeah. not your season. Um, Formelda hid. Yeah, yeah. It was uh, that. That's right. It was. It was time to embalm her and send her on her way. I will say that I think a major improvement this season that I hope continues is that when they do the sort of extermination bit at the end, they had both of the bottom two in it, and we don't know. You yeah. know, like in the yeah. past, you know who it is from the beginning. So it's like, OK, well, I'm just watching this now. Whereas there's some suspense now of who's going to actually be exterminated. Yeah, agreed. I, I I appreciated that they made the final murder uh, lip sync with the boulets. Oh, I my appreciated God. It. Yeah. 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 I, I mean, that was just a, a production. Yeah, it was a production. It was very campy. Uh, you know, them running through the forest I and love all that. that. Like, Ugh. yeah. And again, yeah. connecting with the beginning of the episode, like very, very smart. Um, I, I will just say this. You don't care about God. You just care about money. <laughs> Ugh. She's a killer. I mean, I, these are things I, these are popcorn shells in my teeth. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I, I can't say that I'm mad about the the original music, and it's also obviously like, you know, they can sell it, they can whatever. Um, it, I I had to laugh because you know, die, 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 time to die. I was, it was very on the nose. Yes. Uh, without you, will be better. I'm like, okay, this is, I I'm I'm laughing. Am I supposed to laugh? Right, right, like. You guys aren't taking it seriously, right? Like, right, we're all right. supposed to think this is silly, right? And yeah, I don't know. I mean, it that's certainly a whole other conversation. You know, we've talked so much about like drag race queens and the music they create, and now there's mm. a question of like, oh, Dragula music, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, is this gonna be the song every week? Because then it will sell, sure, sure, yeah. yeah. Or is this like every week is a new track on the album, yeah. Right, right, exactly. You know, a stray kind of observation. When Zavaleta is just reading formaldehyde when they're in that little that little back room where they get the bag of Fritos. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, that room. <laughs> I want now a supercut. Fix your fucking mask. Fix your hair. Oh, fix yeah. Fix your mug. Ugh. Yeah, I yeah, I want a supercut of of performers telling other people what they need to do. <laughs> Girl, you better stop being mean. Yeah, stop being mean. Uh. What you need Straight to do thought. is be focused on your makeup over there and not what I'm doing over here or whatever Coco says. Right. Yeah, or you know, I respect that artist over there and honey, honey. Uh. 
<laughs> this is yeah. It's just kind of like a brain dump mega mix of quotes. Yeah, there's no rhyme or reason after a while. Right, it goes into you know what about eighties glam rock's expensive yeah. kettle plan. Lisa needs braces. Yeah, <laughs> it's a thirty-seven minute track. <laughs> Well, iTunes. we were talking about how that would be an interesting way to do, quote unquote, uh, I don't think they call them drag suicides anymore, but uh, whatever they call them now, um, that they do uh, that. Just like quote after quote after quote, like the phone thing. Oh, yes, yes. Doing that. Like, Lip you sync his phone. You don't know yeah. what the song is. Yeah. And I love that idea of like, yeah. you know. Quote uh, after quote. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, a great first episode. Again, as with always with Dragula, just a welcome palate cleanser from all of the drag race franchise that we've been inhaling. It is. It's a nice different flavor. Sometimes I think with my cat, with Marco, you know, if I give him one flavor of Fancy Feast every day over and over, it's like, eh, mix it up. Maybe salmon today, you know? And I think mm-hmm. uh, that's what we're doing. We're putting a little salmon Florentine on our plates today. And for the next, like, 10 weeks, honestly. Yeah. Right. I I think it's going to be great. I'm excited about the guests that are going to come this season. I'm excited mm-hmm. to see more boulets doing drag, which, again, is head and shoulders above what that other show is doing, in a way. It's certainly a, a different brand, a different head on different shoulders, and um, and I'm here for it. Totally. Well, Marius, if you have any thoughts on this first episode of Dragula, you can reach out to us at allrightmarypodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or tasteofreality.com slash allright-mary. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter at allrightmary, or you can follow me on Instagram at Johnny Also or on Twitter at Johnny Also one And, of course, you can hear more of me on my other two podcasts, In the Details, A Celebration of Nuance, or Best Supporting Podcast, A Celebration of Best Supporting Actresses. And you can find more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And, of course, you can get more of both of us, including Drag Race UK, Canada's Drag Race, uh, you know, all all sorts of deep dives and catch-ups and just... Uh, really a metric fuck ton of content over at patreon.com slash all right mary i love it mary what is our last chance floor show last chance floor show for dragula we do last chance floor shows and i am uh gooped the back teeth about it so we are in honor of really this episode and its theme our last chance floor show is the song famous monsters by the chromatics Love it. And this this reminds me of kind of the opening episode, uh, the opening of the episode uh, for mm, Dragula. Yeah. yeah. Well, and that's why I, that's why I picked it. That's, oh, that's why yeah, you picked that's it. That's why I picked it. Thanks. I'm th- I appreciate you noticing the nuances. I love that. Well, Marys, we will see you next week for Dragula episode two. Totsins. I don't fuck with ghosts. Famous monsters.